0: Have and some tea.
1: It's tech, entertainment, and art.
2: Fresh Welcome to this week's Sweet Tea, uh, episode four. Uh, this week, we're going to have Sean looking at me like I'm the only thing left in his life. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, constantly <laughs> confused and asking, but why? And Abdiel always sure of himself but never too sure he's humble uh, yeah he doesn't even sure. believe that you,
3: no you always gotta have a, a, a healthy measure of, of, of skepticism towards your own person <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna do next
2: i don't know what you're doing i'm Sometimes. terrified um okay so we're we're just gonna go straight into it let's let's start with the the first topic um, sorry i just had an aneurysm apparently uh So we just watched the new trailer for Tenet. I wanted to speculate on it because I had a lot of questions watching. I I know that that's the point of the trailer.
1: More clues,
2: more clues. That's exactly right. I'm really for me. I guess the first thing I want to start off with is what are the mechanics of this going to be like, what? How are you creating inversion? Like, is he going to have a button where he's able to start it? Or does it happen at a time? Is there, like, a time that's going to happen? Or is it the gun? Like, is it he shoots the gun and then things in verse? I don't know. I'm just I'm really concerned. About what does how, he pull?
1: What's in the drawer that he pulls out, right? That's something to do with it. You, you think, think it's a machine? That- There's a technical component to it, you guys. Because <laughs> not course. anybody can do it. There has to be people who have yeah something that enhances their...
3: It almost seems to me like it's going to be uh, like a Prince of Persia kind of thing. I know probably Josh knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, that was a video game where you you pl- it's kind of like a platformer like Mario, but if you jump the incorrect way, you press a button and it rewinds, and now you can go through the challenge again. So I kind of saw that where maybe when something goes wrong, they'll rewind a little bit, or they'll rewind something specifically like, like he gets his gun knocked out of his hand and he can rewind that, that moment, not the entire team, but just that one. Maybe they can like specify single items that are, or objects, I should say, that are returning time conveniently. Okay. But it's not that easy. It's not, it's not going to be that easy. I'm telling you guys, it's not going to be, not everyone's going to be doing this willy-nilly in the Tenant universe. You know, it's going to, it's going to be a strict, uh, a strict system. Do you think it's going to be problem. easy
0: to understand what's happening?
3: Apparently, sometimes.
1: None the, I, yeah. None of the actors knew what was happening, and they had the script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of get
3: that vibe that we're not really going to understand exactly how inversion works, and that I don't like that.
2: That worries me. That that's much. what I'm. That's what I'm curious about is that, uh, even though, um, what was the one about the dreams? How do I forget the name? I always mm-hmm. forget the name inception. Of stuff. Inversion. even though, yeah, the yeah, inversion, <laughs> even though Inception like left it open ended, it did explain enough, and there was a certain mechanic to it that made it feel like, oh, this is a this is based in some sort of reality. Like, uh, I can follow this yeah. along. It's not like a Doctor Who episode.
1: Okay, but remember, in Inception, you didn't really understand what was happening in the opening scene where they try to um, steal a, a a secret from the rich Asian guy's head. Yeah. And then they introduced Ellen Page's character. And so because she's, she's in the point of view of the audience, that's totally new. Cobb has to like explain everything to her. And he uses pictures to try to like simplify it and everything like that. And that was all helpful for the audience, but it's basically exposition that brings you up to like enough of a level of understanding what the point of the movie is. And I think there's some of that in, I think maybe maybe they didn't use as much exposition in like uh prestige to explain right. what was happening you just kind of had to pick up clues along the way and then there was kind of a big reveal but i think ex- interstellar was kind of the same way explaining what what's the mind bending properties of what's happening in the movie so based on christopher nolan past maybe there's gonna be a bunch of exposition by someone's character to it to like the main character or something
2: like yeah. thirty minutes in you just start to understand
0: yeah. So I have a question for you guys. What do you? I, we've only seen like what, like I don't know, all in all, a minute and a half of acting from uh, Denzel Washington's son, who apparently I'm looking at like Wikipedia. He played football. NFL, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that yeah. for four years. But anyway, so um, do you feel like he's gonna be able to carry the the, the movie?
1: I think so.
3: So I have not been that impressed from the minute and a half that we've seen of his acting, but uh, I think so. You know, I think he has a beard which helps with the facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> you know? When he
2: said, uh, "When he was," I can't remember who he was talking to. He was like, uh, "We'll just try to keep up." I know that's like a cheesy line, but the way he said it reminded me like Denzel. Denzel a little bit. It yes, just, it was just the way he said it. It wasn't like his voice, but it was the inflection. And it made me feel a little bit warmer inside knowing that we have a little Denzel. You think?
3: Here's a question for for from me to you guys. Do okay. you think that Denzel is coaching him during this period of his of his life? I he's, asked my dad acting acting I, classes.
2: I asked my dad how to build my bathroom. So I, I mean, I imagine. He yeah, his dad. Do
3: you, do you think he's just calling his dad in between takes and being like, "Hey, dad, so this is my line. How would you deliver it?" let me just facetime you real quick let me see that oh, okay Huh. Ah. Uh, well you i didn't really see it in that way okay you like your eyebrow i like what you do with your eyebrow there a little bit okay and then he goes and does it
2: like he's so unsure of himself he needs a constant injection of his dad just to give him some <laughs> some pointers
3: constantly, just a straight constantly.
2: iv to him at all times in fact his dad isn't there but he's on a video camera he's on a webcam and he's zooming the whole time in fact the whole time he's acting, there's actually not a person there. They had a CGI of the people in. It's just a TV on a stand, and it's Denzel there coaching him.
3: Could the whole could time, be the whole time. <laughs> I do like the the aesthetics of the movie a lot, and I and I like how the main character fits in the movie. Um, that's something that's important to me. Like when I look at characters, I, I almost look at them from a video game standpoint, like. Everything is it's, it's on purpose when you have a video game character. You know, nothing's an accident. So I, I, I like to look at that. Uh, some movies, you can see that they really pay attention to all the little details of the characters and stuff like that. So I, I like the aesthetics of that character and how everything looks. So looking forward to that.
0: So one, one last question on my end. Do you guys think that Christopher Nolan should just acquiesce to the virus and allow us to stream this, video, this movie already on... <laughs> Amazon or should we just full forward IMAX? It has to be IMAX with full seats, everybody inside there, or or what?
1: Would I like to watch it at home? Of course. Will he, in a million years, ever allow that to be streamed first before IMAX? Absolutely not.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's it's not been, uh, even one, uh, one of his
1: options for it, from his point of view.
3: <laughs> yeah, that. uh He's talked about that in the past, and, and he he's very serious about that, so I, I think so. Um, now, if you go to see it in a movie theater, you're not going to have to watch it on a packed movie theater because they're not going to allow that. And movie theaters themselves are not going to do that. Right. They're going to have social distancing in place of movie theaters, so they're going to be run at a reduced capacity. I'm probably going to go to the theaters if they have it on the theaters. I would like to.
2: Yeah, Uh, because all of his stuff is so cinematic. It's kind of about the epicness of it, too. That makes it feel good. And I know that the theaters are going to be closed down a lot. And so this probably isn't a possibility. But since Star Wars Episode 7 came out, I always wondered, is there some way for something to top that first week in box office? In the current situation, I don't think that there is. But if you imagine a scenario where we haven't been able to have a new movie played in theaters for 6 months, 7 months, 8 months, who knows by the time. And then you have a new movie by Chris Nolan that comes out. I mean, that could that definitely has uh, you could see some serious potential for money making. Like on that first weekend. I don't
0: know. But they would be yeah. limited by the amount of people they could let in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, did you know in the, in the last few weeks when they've been replaying popular movies in theaters? And it all counts toward the –
2: I mean, there's there's a significant amount of people
1: going and watching movies to where they're like, wow, this movie made, you know, 50 grand in a weekend or something like that, you know. (laughs) But a large share of the profits has been from drive-in theaters. Mm -hmm. Uh That's never been the case ever. Drive-ins are only a small fraction of, like, all the theaters nationwide. But they're actually like a majority of the sales are coming from drive-in theaters, because those you can pack out. You know, you can, you're staying yeah, in a car. that makes
3: sense. You're not. That makes sense
1: to me. Getting a virus in someone else's car. So, but that's not a good sign, obviously, because there's so few drive-in theaters compared to the total, you know, amount. So yeah, it, it's not going to do great. But props to him for trying.
2: Yeah, he's <laughs> sticking with it, even if all the t- theaters fail after it comes out. There's no such thing anymore. Yep. It's gonna be
1: there. Last thing for AMC, just go out on a high. <laughs> go out on a high.
2: <laughs> Actually, uh, Tyler. Speaking about that, that goes on to our next uh, topic. The top earner in the box office for this week. Do you guys know this? I think I have an idea. Uh, I want. I want you all to guess. You each get one guess. Who? What do you? What movie? What classic film do you think is the top box office earner for this let week?
1: Let me go. Let me go last.
2: Okay. Casablanca. They, casablanca okay uh sean
0: star wars
2: star wars which one
0: episode one
2: episode
3: one or episode three sorry episode four strikes back buddy four episode four episode (laughs) a new hope
2: five Uh, what was yours five they it's actually star wars episode five it's uh after the earnings this week it's made like 250.8 million domestically i think it's What? what No, Wait, no, no, total, no, total, or- total, 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 total. Yeah, yeah, No, it did not make that much. Oh. <laughs> uh, I can't actually find the numbers of how much it made this weekend. You'll have to look it up, but, um, but yeah, it was episode, about? episode five was the top box office earner this week, Yeah, uh, which I thought pretty good. Was really I cool.
0: almost went with that one, but I was like, you know what? Movie theaters can be a little nostalgic and just go back to the original and...
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have thought it was Jurassic Park or like Jaws or something, Uh just give it to spielberg but no is episode five uh which they're actually showing at our local um oh my wife's here she said it made two hundred and ten thousand dollars this weekend uh so a yeah,
1: total a total run recently of between four hundred and five hundred thousand. and
2: 500,000 yeah i mean wow that's a lot for a movie that came out what 40 something years ago the they're showing at our local um drive in and there's a ton of people there i i wanted to go see it but it's just like 120 degrees outside it's just too hot <laughs> i couldn't do Tornadoes i really wanted to ripping up the tornadoes ripping people up and they're just watching star wars that's yeah, all good no i thought that was fun that's, that's some good news you know bring it back bring it uh on. okay this one's for abdiel uh spider-man miles morales ps5 trailer what did you guys yeah. think about it? What abs you can start out and give us some stuff. to talk Yeah,
3: about. so from the very beginning, um, you have we have the the trailer opens with uh, Miles Morales holding something and like it focuses on his hands and then his forearms and his suit is like coming apart un- until it, the camera gets to his face. It's a very reveal a video game reveal trailer. If you've been following video games as long as I've been following it. It, it was built for hype, it was built for people to not know what was going on and then see Milo Morale's face and be like, oh whoa, so that's what this is about. Um, <laughs> so and, and then so I mean I really don't have an opinion on that. I, I guess that's just something that I noticed. Um, the 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 music for the trailer was really good. The you know the animation is it's, it, it was really good. Um, so this is a video game, so you're gonna be playing it for the most part. So the, the animation and the animatics and the the cutscenes as we call them, uh, that's not going to be the, the bulk of the of the experience, right? But it but it definitely seems that like it has that quality that that is, is going to have a, a really good story. The original uh, game that came out that this is kind of in the same universe, but the the spider the marble Spider-Man that came out for so for PlayStation Four a while ago had a really solid story that 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 actually like moved me. And that's very rare in video games. Most most video game stories don't really hit you that way. So anyway, so yeah, it, it was like a perfect trailer to get you hyped and ready for the game.
2: When his aunt's boss was like a bad guy, I almost cried. What? <laughs> you don't you don't remember? I love that. What, what movie. was that? You don't remember Aunt May's boss was like this uh this this the bad one the bad guy. Oh yeah
3: yeah he's the Mister Mister Negative.
2: Yeah Mister Negative yeah that. yeah. That was touching. Yeah. That hit me where I live. So soulful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and PS Five news in general. I, did you see the live stream, abs? I did. Yeah. That trailer was perfectly built, like you said, for hype. The whole thing was just hype. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. And the and I was. And everything. Yeah. I, I work at a hospital. I was st- sitting there in an operating room replacing some thermostats, and I was feeling hyped. I, it's a hard time to feel hyped in an operating room, but I was hyped. It was good. Mm. I was super excited. That could have been laughing gas. Yes. It could have been the gas. It, yeah, it could have been a lot of things. But I think it was the the fact that I was had that playing in the background. Anyway, uh, Sean, do you have any thoughts on this? PS5 news in general? Spider-Man Miles Morales.
0: Well, I was watching a behind-the-scenes, I guess, and they were kind of talking about how the haptic feedback... Am I saying that? Haptic. Well, enough? haptic feedback, haptic yeah. feedback is going to play heavily in gameplay. Um for this game yeah
3: oh i didn't know that
0: so uh yeah i don't know but it's kind of interesting (laughs) i'm looking forward to seeing where the story goes i like the miles morales character um I, i wish they would make him older i want like an older miles morales i want like a miles morales who's like a a black puerto rican man very elegant very like suave and and like he's older he's married or or whatever and you know he's he enjoys his fine wine but he's saves people <laughs> and you know like I, I don't know i want like this very elegant like uh miles morales that's interesting. and i don't think i'll ever get it but you know I, I'll, I'll set but up you for know, him as a teenager i guess
3: uh, as you explained that i, I that kind of makes some sense to me because spider-man it's about a superhero that's very that that he's his alter ego, he's not the superhero persona, but he's he's real person. He's a very he's supposed to be a very normal person. Peter Parker's supposed to be very normal. That's his whole thing. He pays rent like everybody else. He doesn't live in a mansion. He has relationship problems. He has financial problems. He's just like a normal person that's a superhero. And um so so that makes sense to me. To to have Mal Morales be like a normal black Puerto Rican man. Just you know maybe he's like a janitor or something or he maybe he's a he works he's a school teacher maybe that's not not a janitor maybe a school teacher and um but he's also a superhero that would be pretty fun
0: yeah i want him i want him to be like very like i don't want him to be like i don't peter parker never was able to get his life together it was always a mess and i'm, yeah. I'm sick of the father-son thing like you know miles morales and his dad like hopefully they work it out some point but just do a time <laughs> jump Time jump it out, and then like he he's already established, um, and then introduce something that like ruins his stability. Uh, I feel like that would be kind of an interesting take on it. But
2: yeah, there there's still some father father son trauma. I feel like, uh, but you'd have to play the first one to see that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you want Iron Man or Batman, <laughs> someone who's suave and. Has their life together and... Likes wine. Yeah.
3: Because <laughs> they can afford it. But, but he did mention that he wanted him to be married and, and like be settled down a little bit.
0: Yeah.
2: Three little kids. So Which, fantastic and he, Ford, My favorite part is that he enjoys his fine wine.
3: <laughs> he has a membership at a local winery. <laughs>
1: Where does a black Puerto Rican man
3: get fine wine from? Where 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 is his wine of choice?
0: Or maybe it's not. Maybe maybe he's a, a small batch bourbon kind of guy. You know, whatever. He
3: he, let's, he has a Venmo account.
2: <laughs> it's twenty percent of the Let, game let's, is Let's ground, ground him. Let's one, him into reality.
0: Buy one get one five cent off. <laughs> he goes
3: to <with> Venmo. <laughs> Oh man. That'll be great. I'm telling you,
2: that, that would that game would sell that comic book would sell. Just scanning labels and he can't get any Wi Fi, so he doesn't know if it's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> this is good wine, let me check. Oh these metal roofs.
1: <laughs> well, I, I tell you one thing that that it reminded me of is that after the whole first opening cinematic of his armor coming off of his arm, the next shot is him jumping kind of upward in the cityscape. Yeah. And that reminds me the, the first experience I had something like that where I got to do that was in the the 2002 Spider-Man game mm-hmm. that was on like PS2, totally no. Xbox, GameCube. Still a classic. You know, classic. open world games were not super common by that point. And so the, the, the limited ability you had to like jump and, and spin and webs and around. stuff all around the city. Was really cool and so it, it yeah. reminded me of that and for that reason it was like ah oh you know it, maybe they were shooting for that nostalgia by showing that
3: yeah absolutely this uh this spider-man game not Miles morales but the one made before but Miles morales is using the same engine as the one that came out before that one yeah but that one um uh, you know it's called they call it marvel's spider-man for ps4 um it was made with 2002 in my, it's almost like a spiritual success successor to that Spider-Man from 2002, which is the one that lives in the memory of all the, the gamers that, that play that game. So, yeah. So definitely, I totally see what you're saying. when when they're going for that kind of feel, absolutely right.
1: Yeah.
3: It'd be cool. cool. Maybe someday I'll get a PS5. Maybe. Yeah. But-
1: I'm not gonna count on I'll, it. I'll, I'll mail you my PS4,
3: bro. <laughs> I'll, ma- I'll mail you my PS4 with, with Spider-Man when, got I get, it. <laughs> when I get uh, my PS4.
2: Do you, do you have um, no Horizon Zero Dawn, too?
3: I do, yeah. Do I, got, I got all too. the goodies, bro.
2: Those are the best. And, and uh, for Ben West? God, that's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I think Zero Dawn was my favorite game on the PS4.
3: You know, I didn't like the gameplay that much.
2: What? Did you they like, like the uh, Breath of the Wild? I like
3: the world though and the story. Huh? <laughs> do you like good things?
2: <laughs> did you like Breath of the Wild?
3: <laughs> I did. I did. Also, didn't like the gameplay that much. Oh, well, no, the Breath of the Wild I liked a little bit more because uh, that was the kind of game where if you can think it, you can do it, and you're always surprised at the things that you can do mm. uh, because the the sandbox of the game just works perfectly. Like, like in that game, just for you, you guys, Sean and Tyler are like totally lost. In that game, like you can cook, but you can also like make a fire, so you can make a fire beneath an apple tree, and the apples will cook. Like everything just works with each other, and and uh, everything interacts with each other, I should say. So you are encouraged to try different things, like in the game, that make you feel like you've solved the puzzle, when in reality you're just playing with the with all the different elements in the game like you can you can um you can burn a patch of grass and it'll create like a wind burst the fire will create a wind burst and so you you can jump over it and open your parachute and you'll you'll like jump into the air and it's all like not real stuff happening but it's stuff that once you learn all the different mechanics it, you can you can work back from each other but anyway anyway we're going into a tangent here fun stuff
2: it's okay i, I want you to tangent. That's the fun part. Um, is there, is, are we good? You guys done with that? I didn't want to move on without that. getting his thoughts out.
3: Spider-Man. Um, I'm good. I'm Spider-Man. good.
2: <laughs> There's not a lot to say. I mean, we, we don't have a lot to go on yet, but. It, no, yeah, more, we don't. And it will be exciting. Um, oh, real quick what? too, abs. You saw that uh, they had that demo for the really good graphics on the PS five. You remember that? Before? Yeah
3: the the Unreal Engine Five. Demo. Yeah, the
2: Unreal. Uh, were you impressed with that? Was that impressive?
3: Uh, that was absolutely impressive. Okay. Were you not impressed?
2: I was. I guess. I. Are like, you not I'm,
3: entertained?
2: Are you not entertained? <laughs> the The graphics are good, but I guess I'm still looking for like a, a hard lines world. Like, still, when she runs, it doesn't look like she's running up steps. Or when she's climbing, mm. it doesn't look like she's really grabbing rocks. I guess that's the where my imagination fails me a little bit and where I want to see some serious advancements. Because I, I don't want to see her yeah. flying through the, the shoulders and stuff. I want to see I want it to be realistic a little bit. And yeah. So the graphics yeah. are good, but I guess it's probably the physics part is where I still have, where I want to see more advancements.
3: Yeah. yeah, you know, what was interesting about that game and about that demo was, uh, of course, uh, uh, the graphics. But, you know, it's... It's the amount of polygons that you're seeing. Right. That you don't not even aware. Even, you're watch you're seeing, you know, trillions of polygons being like rendered in front of you. And every little rock is like right there. And then there there's that part where, where like some she looks at this like rock what, what how do you call that rock formation? And like all the little rocks fall and all that good stuff. So that was really impressive. But but at the same time, and then the lighting in the game the way that the light bounces from surfaces it it, it just it's just sort of on a whole another level they have this thing called ray tracing which just basically means it's a it's a way of rendering light and that is more realistic that is that light works like it works in the, in real life and there's a lot that you take for granted about how light works like how it bounces and and the kind of reflections that it creates and, and reflections of what i'm saying what yeah. i take it for granted every day yeah you take it for granted we take it for granted but yeah. but not when you are <laughs> not when you are a 3d designer and and yeah so but but the, it was a demo so that means that they they're not really working that much into it because it's it's just meant to to show off how much it's just meant to show off the horsepower yeah. of of their graphics card and just their put ssd put it on the shelf be like maybe that'll be useful someday you know yeah yeah (laughs) okay but you know but just you know you know that uh sony this is big this is big news sony recently bought uh uh minor stakes in uh into epic games the the creators of unreal engine 5 and they're gonna be and they're gonna be uh, uh, collaborating and working with epic now to develop unreal engine which is the most used video game engine In the world right now, so that's uh, that's big because um, you know Epic is one of the biggest video game companies in the world. They have their own marketplace on on computers. They're owned by China, all that good stuff.
2: So big, and and lastly, Abdiel, (laughs) how do you feel about the? Of course, the console wars are starting. Where does Xbox stand against PS Five?
3: for you as of right now uh xbox is really behind the the race um xbox Xbox has like had a reveal a video games reveal at one point and there was a lot of controversy behind it because they said it was going to be gameplay reveal but there wasn't any gameplay so that was one problem everything they showed looked like garbage almost everything except the the big guns that they brought in that that are going to come out for the ps5 as well so there was like nothing exclusive that was nice for them
2: yeah, the the uh, exclusives on yeah. PS Five are blowing uh, Microsoft out of the water, and that's exactly what they did with the PS Four. I think we're learning yeah. that that the race is less about tech because I mean, the Xbox is way way more powerful, but there's just yeah. there's no reason to have it at that point because you can't play any yeah. games you want to play there. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. I've been recently playing. I, I bought a new computer that is like super pumped, state of the art. I have a. I bought it with a with a uh, Asus uh Strix RTX hmm. uh GeForce It's a GeForce yeah GeForce RTX yeah, GeForce. Uh, 20 2080 Super.
2: Yeah, that's a good one.
3: That's the best um, one I think. So, we're talking about an $800 graphics card. Yeah. Just saying. I'm just saying. You got like just an, just an i3
2: it. in there in the $800 <laughs> graphics. Card. An i3? No, I have
3: an 10th generation <laughs> i7. Oh. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. You should have. So, gone... but anyway, so and then have an SSD. So, I've been playing on it and mainly like, playing with no loadings changed my life. Like it's a, it's a completely different way of playing games. And the SSD from the PS5 is actually much faster than regular yeah. SSDs that come with computers. So, I can only imagine how seamless the experience is going to be on the PS5. Yeah, they and I've been playing their... on the PS
2: mm-hmm. They created their own SSD, right? Uh, yeah. Sony created yeah. their own proprietary SSD for the PS Five. That was pretty. That, that was is
3: pretty cool. that is gonna prioritize loading in a different way. So not only is it loading really fast, but it prioritizes loading in such a way that it benefits games and it you know it, it focuses on games. So loadings are even faster because the stuff that gets the what it does is like all, all this stuff that the player is gonna see right now prioritize that, load it right now. And then the stuff that's like really far away that the player doesn't need to see that much, load that later. So not only are you you have lining fast uh, transfer speeds for loadings, right? But you're also having this thing that is smart. Uh, it's uh, it's making these decisions, right? And, and smartly deciding what's going to be rendered first. So it's supposed to be like on a whole nother level. The guys from, from Epic, from Real Engine, they said that it was better than anything on any ssd on pc right now and they're they're used to developing on pc so i mean of course it might be all marketing because now they're part of sony as well right right um, but um but yeah so anyway so it's cool stuff it's, it's exciting things because i've been playing on the ps4 for a while and let me tell you uh loadings are they just they've just ruined games on the ps4 when i sing you that ps4 um tyler get ready to play for an hour and that hour, like five minutes, are just going to be in loading screens. <laughs> because how big games have become. Have become. Yeah. Games are like 50 gigabytes right now. Spider-Man, the Spider-Man game, that's like 50 gigabytes big. How are you going to load all, that, all those graphics on a crappy hard drive disc from 1995? Is it still Technology a hard drive
1: or f- SSD now?
3: No, on the PS4, it's, it's a hard drive. Hmm. It's not on SSD, bro. Wah, wah. Yeah, but anyway, but it, might, it still works, right? It's still a console that people that, that hundred million people have and play on it with a hard drive disk, and they play on it right now. There's no PS Five as of right now, mm-hmm. so I mean it's not it's not impossible, but it, it gets annoying to have to wait like five, you know, thirty seconds on a loading screen, or a minute sometimes. It's uh, it's crazy. How first, big is, is the hard problems. drive on yours? Huh? How big is the hard drive on yours? It's a one terabyte. Can you
1: replace it with, like, a SSD? With an SSD? You can, yeah. And free format it and everything?
3: Yeah, you can. So that, that might be something that you want to look into. it. But the problem is that it, the loadings will improve a little bit. Not entirely, because the games are... Uh, it's almost like the games are programmed to load at a certain speed. It's kind of weird. I don't understand the, archi- that, conspiracy the, the architecture much? very well. But it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> you know... It's the programming works in a certain way that even if you have something that can load really fast, the game is like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't load me that fast because who cares? You know, I'm I'm from an, I'm from from an old, but but it, but I checked on YouTube's because I was thinking about it and I checked on YouTube's and we're like, yeah, if you get an SSD for the PS4, it will improve, but it's not gonna be like on PC or PS5. You're still gonna have to wait a decent amount for the loadings so maybe from 30 seconds it goes down to maybe like 15 seconds or maybe 20 seconds but they're not going away entirely you know yeah
1: and if and the, at the price of a, what a 1 terabyte ssd is right now it's not, not that, quite that's in not that worth it. ballpark <laughs> mm.
2: yeah yeah no, yeah definitely not um okay that's good that's good we got we got all that in um you know i was, I was thinking the the way it loads the video game is a lot like how I clean my house. Like, if somebody's coming over, I'm like, whatever they're going to see, we're going to clean it. <laughs> but then somebody's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, OK, you got to give me like five minutes. I got to go <laughs> clean that, if you're going to see that. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. you wanted to use the bathroom. Yes, and right. now it's, it's your fault that you're going to have to wait, because you should tell me earlier. So
3: That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's yeah. how the SSD works.
2: Just like that. Beautiful. The <laughs> OK, so the last thing we want to talk about, I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but I'm curious. If Star Trek lower decks, the okay. The, the trailer was terrible. <laughs> the trailer is terrible.
3: Absolutely, dude. I was just gonna say.
2: It's bad. It's bad. I feel like they're going for the Rick and Morty uh, audience. Yep. But let me read you some of these tweets from TNG season eight. This is the writer for the show. This guy got the show because of his hilarious tweets of what would be the proverbial season eight. Of TNG. They're comedic, of course. So let's go over some of these. Um, season 8, episode whatever. Jordy and Data nurse a space bird back to health, and they are sad when they have to release it. Also, Picard is trapped in a turbo lift with a baby. So that would be one episode, for example, 47 minutes. Um, the warp core needs to be shut down because it's full of ants. Picard and Dr. Crusher engage in a very sexy 47 minute staring contest uh let's see what is this supposed to be <clears throat> this is what he so he started uh a comedic twitter account called star trek the next generation season eight which there's only seven seasons so these are like pitches or ideas for what the next season could have in episodes, like what an episode would be
0: so someone saw the tweets <clears throat> and hired him based on his tweets
2: I don't know what his prior conditionals are. I know that that was a big part of it because these are massive. People love these. These are these are well known. Um, Data and Jordy build an amazing pillow fort. People fork. know
3: that Twitter account, okay, Sean. People know that Twitter. <laughs> account. People know it's good. It's that good. that Twitter account gets around, okay.
2: Um, Wharf brags about his new ceremonial knife for a week, then must prove his innocence after a mysterious stabbing. Meanwhile, Riker does one hundred and fifty pushups. These are the kind of ideas that you're going to see in the show. Now, are you interested?
1: They I can't saying, say that I am. I'm looking at some of these tweets now. There's a lot of data and Geordi stuff.
2: They're like two children. It's hilarious.
1: I think it's, it, but it's like you could interchange Troy and Abed in that. <laughs> yeah, it's really very easily. true.
2: I never thought about that. That's so true. Uh, Picard's poems start to come to life and seize the ship meanwhile data's new obsession with his ventriloquist dummy is starting to affect his work
3: <laughs> that's pretty funny I, I would like
2: that one there's a really funny one here about Riker was
0: but to... it's not based in any of the characters we know right like it's not
2: no this is this is like the premise is that these are like lower deck ensigns and like what they do to the day-to- day because you always see the you know the 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 upper crew members
1: right Picard wrestles with the ethical ramifications of altering a murderer's memories. Also, someone pooped on
3: the holodeck and now it's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one, one thing that, that, that shows like this make me feel not, not that we're in the era of streaming, you know, one thing that, that directors and writers like about streaming is that they can apparently, you know, they talk about they can be more um, uh, more free to write whatever they want to write but that's one of the right. things that they like right but I'm like I never thought that we would get to the point and I never thought about it because I guess my I was short sighted but th- that we would get to this point where it's like oh yeah you know the limits that you had before they were actually pretty good because your ideas kind of suck Um yeah. you should have you should, you should have an, ex- an executive producer being like yeah that's not gonna sell when we try to sell it to a TV station so we're not gonna we're gonna shut that idea down yeah okay? But now because they make money on it anyway, because it's on the streaming service and they, you know, that's how the streaming services work. We're kind of seeing some, some, some crap, you know, some, some stuff that's not that good. Excuse my, my French. <laughs> These are just we have not seen like Josh. a single good, a single good Netflix movie since the dawn of Netflix. Not one.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like I've seen one.
3: Bro, it doesn't exist. It, it was a dream.
0: There's some good documentaries.
2: Uh, yeah, there are good documentaries. Yeah, well,
3: you—I don't. Uh, by Netflix. Yeah, well, they're good shows. By Netflix has good shows. Yeah, got sure. good Shows, but you're right. I don't think uh, I, I can't think of a good
0: movie from Netflix.
3: But but the, the streaming service is not is it, not perfect. Is what I'm saying. We mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be perfect. It's not. And I hope I hope Disney though it is coming out of the left field. I hope Disney <sighs> is looking what's happening because yeah. I don't I don't want any crap from Disney okay what do you mean like D- Disney Disney better step up if
0: minus the Mandalorian from Disney it's one musical away from like failing <laughs> like there's nothing on Disney <laughs> plus that is is like rel- like like even the documentaries well, on on Disney plus is like it like they're terribly there's terribly shot there's a documentary on Big Sur. <laughs> And I like I was watching it, and like I don't know what cameras they were using. I don't know what. That, dri- but that Didn't was win
2: the awards, National Duke? Geographic, right? That wasn't necessarily Disney's. That was like National Geographic. No, no,
3: no. But Sean is right. Disney stuff has been trashed. But also, so let me let me. <laughs> and the, the trap, dude. That was target so target audience. Target audience. Disney. <laughs> these the the Star Wars and the Marvel part of Disney is really what I'm talking about. So Lucasfilm hmm. and Marvel hmm. Studios. Right. You guys better step up. Forget about – Disney already failed. They failed me already like Sean just said. Um, but but Star Wars and Marvel, they better – their shows and their stuff and their movies better be good. You better not be hiring those directors that are like, you know, I can be so free now with, with all – we don't need any money because I don't need to sell tickets. It's the streaming service. No, you better, you better make something good.
1: Well, the thing with Disney is that anything that's purely Disney label – is made for families. It's made for parents or parent, you know, I'm going to presume, you know, it has to be a you know, the whole family, but there's kids involved. Kids, teenagers is like their target. And every yeah. parent in the country is going to sign up for a subscription for their family. Great. That gets Disney money. But they also are trying to make money off of the young adults, older adults, You know, science fiction, action adventure. And so, yeah, that's totally where Marvel and Star Wars camps have to step up. And they've made so many plans to do so. But there's such a huge gap between Mandalorian and everything else they've been planning for the streaming service.
2: Season 7. Season 7 was wasn't bad of the Clone Wars.
1: It was like a... it's, It's a small thing that has a definitive ending, though. They oh, you mean you mean, a you mean like a new
2: new property or trying to bring something in new? Yeah, like
1: all of the Marvel shows, all of the Star Wars shows, everything that's coming later on. It's like there's Mandalorian one, and we're gonna see Mandalorian season two a full year later, before anything else comes out, because they yeah. still haven't finished shooting. You know, uh, the rest of the episodes for the Marvel shows because the pandemic set everything back. So mm-hmm. it's like one of those things where they're they're hoping they're that the people they want to get to keep buying Disney Plus subscription they're they're hoping that they wait on they, they hold on for like two years hold on to that monthly subscription just waiting for the thing they want
2: make it worth it for them.
1: anybody could drop the subscription come back later realistically
2: god Sean not me
3: I got the whole year <laughs> <laughs> they are just one musical <laughs>
2: away from failing <laughs> <laughs> That is so rude. Yeah, <laughs> so true though. Yeah, they had the Artemis Fowl movie come out, and that was terrible
1: to no fan for fair whatsoever.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I guess everyone likes Hamilton, but that's just another musical.
1: And then they paid a ridiculous amount of money to get that.
3: They're like, oh yeah, we'll my this my wife and I now. were speculating. <laughs> my wife and I were speculating about it. Do, you, do we know how much that deal was, or is it? I thought it was, was one hundred fifty some... million. Wow, Woo. or was it oh, fifty million? I'm trying to remember. That is that is that's how much Netflix paid for, for Friends. But we're talking about, for, we're talking about uh, uh, like a hundred hours of 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 ep- worth of episodes with Friends, right? So you're losing the sense. Office
2: too, so they needed something, right?
3: But for two hours, they paid a hundred million. Seventy-five
1: million. I stay oh seventy-five perfect. million. Oh, that's well,
3: still that's, a lot, that's $75 a million. <laughs> Wow. That's
2: did, still a lot. Did any of you guys see Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie? Yeah. No.
3: I did. I did. My wife and I did.
2: I really enjoyed that movie.
3: I did. We really enjoyed it, too.
2: Uh, it was such a fun, clean, uh, nice adventure. Yeah. And, and, you know, I grew up with Sonic. I love Sonic. It was just so cool to see him on the, on the screen. And you got Jim Carrey. He's having fun. Yeah, it was great. I love that movie. That yeah, I thought
3: time. it I thought it was really entertaining.
2: That was a good one. Uh, okay, we um, the, the how la- about we we better Yeah, yeah well, no. the, the last thing. Okay. I listened to you, you and Sean sh- talk about your podcast. Or uh, on their podcast talking about the the producer of Doubt and Abbey. I was curious. You guys have watched Doubt and Abbey. You and if Sean.
3: Yeah. Have we watched it? Yeah. We watched, I've watched it, yeah.
2: You've watched it.
3: Mm-hmm. I watched part of
2: it. Okay, 2011 when this thing came out, my mom was super into it. I swore it off. I was like, "This is a girl's. This is dumb." That's this, what I thought. This is stupid girl stuff, or really effeminate men like this. Like I'm a manly man. I don't <laughs> want like this. No, no. I I turn on episodes like they talk about. It. I'll see what see us about. It's um. I'm in season 2, episode 6. It's been four, 36 hours since I started watching it.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> you got deep. <laughs> that's, that's a binge,
2: my friends. Wow. That's a life-altering binge.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good.
2: Uh, I enjoy it. I I don't know I don't know why. Like well, okay, first of all, I have to agree. The person who the writer is really good at dialogue super super good dialogue the whole thing the grandma like she's gonna be annoying you're like oh this is gonna be an annoying character she's she comes out with some hilarious quips and you kind of like her like she's kind of endearing even though she's like hard to get along with which is really good writing uh she makes really good villains like these these two characters are considered villains they keep coming back and you're like it, it, it's not too much like you hate them just enough which is a part on the actors good acting i don't know it, it was. It's pretty good, and a lot of the 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 gory details and the stuff that kind of makes you miserable about watching like a war film, maybe, like they skip all that and you just go straight to the drama, straight to the feelings, straight to the people. <laughs> I know. It's very well character driven. I enjoyed it. You're Right in the feels, huh? Right in the feels. Lots of You,
3: you have to watch the English game. Don't be afraid. Yeah, of them feels.
2: I want. I want to get on that next. let enjoy it. Okay, so that, that's it. Uh, thanks for joining us for. Uh, Sweet Tea, episode four. Uh, sorry, there's not a ton of movie news right now because movie theaters are currently all trying to figure out how they can keep going through a coronavirus, uh, which they all think they're going to be out of work. Uh, and Chris Nolan is just throwing his money at it, hoping that he can get his stuff out. And uh, Avdiel's just sitting here spending thousands of dollars on computers and wake home tablets and and just living his best life ever.
3: <laughs> yeah. I you could have been throwing that. all that money to the to the theaters if they were open.
2: Yeah. But. Oh, that's sad. They all just they all just got so sad. Tyler I looks... think
3: I have not canceled my Cinemark subscription though, so I think I've been giving them ten dollars every month.
2: Oh, that's <sighs> that's a bad taste in my mouth. Tyler looks super deep in thought. What is this, Tyler?
1: No, I was just looking at. The IMDb is featuring some movie called Tesla, that apparently came out in January. But. Hmm. I haven't heard of it until just now until imdb told me to look at it so i'm like mm. it's probably not good
2: hmm.
1: ethan so hawk yeah, is, is nicola tesla Nikola tesla
2: Nikola tesla oh maybe mm. oh i also watched a pretty okay uh b movie on netflix called sweetheart uh i recommend everyone watch it it's a fun little monster movie i love hmm. a fun little monster movie. Everyone Ooh, okay, okay so this is a uh, sign off i'm charles
3: Okay, my dudes. I'm, Smith- See
1: ya. I'm Smithicus, and I'm rewatching Fringe.
0: Hey, how are you watching Fringe? What, what how on, are you doing that?
1: It's on the, uh, the free IMDb channel oh, Amazon. On, on oh, Amazon. Amazon. You don't need the paid plan for it. It just comes with ads, yeah, um, right. commercials. Yeah. 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 On Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Okay, guys. All
3: uh, right. This was fun. See later, you later. Dudes. Bye. This has been Fresh Brew, a Talk Plus podcast hosted and written by Josh. T Talk Plus, Fresh Brew is a product of T Talk Productions. If you like what you heard, like and subscribe, and please consider supporting the show on Patreon. Link is in the description below. For questions, corrections, requests, and ideas, please email us at teatalkproductions at gmail.com. You can also use the DM service on Patreon or the YouTube comment section. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Patreon. Thank you and goodbye. Come have a
0: seat and sip some tea. It's tech, entertainment,
1: and art.